Hello and welcome to Ancient Aliens is Bullshit, discussing episode 3 of season 15, Destination Chile. I'm Chrissy DeClerc Zalagi, historian and adjunct professor. Before we get into the episode, I'd like to thank you listeners. I know that in the past I've been inconsistent with getting these shows up, but since my teaching load has reduced, I have more time to bring you more Ancient Aliens debunking and other History with the Zalagi's content. Of course, since I'm teaching less, that means I need your support all the more. So if you enjoy hearing me talk about history, please go over to our Patreon page and support this work for as little as $2 a month. This week's episode focuses on potential alien activity in Chile. As indicated by the geoglyphs in the Atacama Desert, the mythology of the indigenous peoples, and the large number of UFO sightings in the modern day. The show begins with a discussion of the Atacama Desert, which the voiceover says is the place on Earth that most closely resembles Mars, because it is so dry and desolate. This is done to prime the viewer for an absolutely absurd supposition which they are about to make. A 2013 study of the Atacama Desert find microbial life, which they think will be the same microbial life as found on Mars. Their evidence is the geoglyphs found across Chile, particularly in the Atacama Desert. The area is already well known in ancient alien circles for the Nazca geoglyphs in Peru, which have long been part of their evidence for extraterrestrial influence in the ancient Americas. So to follow their logic, the Nazca and Atacama geoglyphs indicate not only alien influence, but aliens specifically from Mars who seeded the Earth with their DNA. In reality, the microbes found in the Atacama Desert are very likely extremophiles, types of life that can exist and thrive in extreme conditions. It's highly unlikely that the same microbes would be found on Mars, but it is likely that any such life found on Mars would also be extremophiles. The viewer is then told that the geoglyphs at Nazca and the Atacama Desert represent the same beings, and the area is described as an alien runway. Add to this that Chile is said to have the most UFO sightings in the modern world, and the ancient alien theorists are quite happy to believe and preach that the evidence is overwhelming for extraterrestrial influence. As with much of the ancient alien theory, the massive geoglyphs do not require an alien presence, merely the belief that gods exist in the heavens, which is a very common belief amongst many human cultures. Then the show attempts to add legitimacy to the claims by saying that Chilean government officials have suggested a connection between the glyphs and UFOs, and by pointing to the Chilean tourism board having created a UFO trail. Just as with the geoglyphs, the reasoning for this is much closer to Earth. UFO tourism is a lucrative industry that has the potential to bring a great deal of money into the country. The next part of the show discusses the investigations done on UFOs by the Chilean government. This is said to have begun in earnest with a 1977 UFO experience reported by an army patrol led by Corporal Armando Valdez. Investigating a report of strange lights, the corporal appears to have been abducted, then returned a few minutes later. He delivered a message that the aliens were unknown to the people of Earth, but would be visiting again soon. He also experienced the passage of five days in the few minutes that he was gone from the group. This story is used as a lead-in to Zoukalos and David Childress discussing why Chile is so attractive to UFOs, namely because so much of its territory is not heavily populated. After this, a supposed takeover of the late Colbin power plant is very briefly described, and that doesn't even make sense. Is this show seriously telling people that the entities who can travel across space from another planet need to get power from a hydroelectric plant? This discussion continues with the claim that the end of Augustus Pinochet's rule allowed for the Chilean government to seriously study UFOs. It would be completely unsurprising to me that a dictator like Pinochet was not interested in spending the money to investigate UFOs, but beyond that I don't see any connection. They then highlight a few videos of supposed UFOs, 
but as with most such things, they are difficult to tell if it's really anything. One actually looks more like a bug flying in front of the lens than anything else. The show ends with an analysis of an infrared video of a UFO done by Michael Bradbury and astrophysicist Dr. Travis Taylor. They have a regular video of the same area in the sky at the same time, and the supposed objects only appear in infrared, not in the regular visual spectrum. It's indicated on the infrared as a very hot area, which is surrounded by a cold area, and we are told this is unusual. Bradbury perceives two diamonds in the infrared shape, and with that, connects it to some similar shapes in the Chilean petroglyphs. The viewer is left with just that. Then the show ends with the suggestion that extraterrestrials are hiding out somewhere in the Chilean desert, ready to reveal themselves when humans are ready. Somehow I don't think that's going to be anytime soon. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to subscribe and never miss an episode of Ancient Aliens is Bullshit. The RSS link is in the show notes, just add it to your favorite podcast application. You can read the posts and see images of what I'm referencing by going to patreon.com slash historywiththezilagis, that's S-Z-I-L-A-G-Y-I-S. And while you're there, please become a patron of our work. For $5 a month, you'll get access to our patron-only content, which includes opinions on the back catalog of ancient aliens, as well as commentary on other elements of history and history and pop culture. You can follow me on Twitter at I underscore historian, and on Facebook by liking the page History with the Zilagis. And last but not least, you can find me talking Star Trek on the Trek FM podcast network, where I am one of the hosts of The Line, our show devoted to Star Trek Picard. Thank you for listening.